And off to Peter Lewis uh, in uh, Hong Kong. Hello, Peter. Good evening, Andrew. What What are you doing about the COVID now in Hong Kong? Because it's it's pretty full on. It is full on. Um, although there there is some hope that we might have peaked. We we had um, three days at the beginning of March where we had over fifty thousand cases a day. Uh, we did have a gain on Wednesday over 50,000, but there was a sort of catch up there because the government is now allowing us to, uh, if we take these self tests, the rat tests, as they're known as, and uh, we, we, uh, we uh, test positive, that now counts and we can report ourselves onto this new hotline. So they're counting those deaths as well. Uh, but there is a hope that maybe we have, uh, have peaked, but that the policy, the government's policy, uh, is still in, in total disarray. You may remember when we last spoke, there was talk about having uh, a complete lockdown while we do uh, tests for the whole of Hong Kong, three tests during the course of uh, March. Now, in the press conference, Carrie Lam has disappeared for a couple of weeks, but she came back this week and did her first press conference on Wednesday, I think it was, um, and suddenly that appears to have been postponed. Mm. Uh, she says it's no longer a priority anymore. Uh, trying to reduce the death rate uh, and getting the elderly vaccinated is now the priority. That seems to have been the advice of a lot of mainland uh, doctors who are here at the moment advising uh, the, the Hong Kong government. So, One of the problems is, of course, we closed all our schools so yeah. that we could uh, do this testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get this. Well, here's the interesting thing, right? You, you had 58,757 new coronavirus cases. Now, our official case load here is around about 20,000, but it's believed that a whole lot of people are not reporting uh, the fact that they've got their COVID because then they have to take time off work and et cetera, and they've, they've done the rat and, and figured it out for themselves. But, you know, we're up to 90 people dead over the last two years, but your death rate so far, 2,656. Uh, the highest death yes. rate as a percentage of any country or region in the world. And the suggestion has been the difference between us and you is that uh, your old people are not vaccinated. Well, that is the reason, absolutely the reason. Now, um, you have to ask why the government has had two years uh, to prepare for this. Uh, they must have known that at some point uh, COVID would enter Hong Kong and it would surge. Um, and really, they did nothing to, uh, to get the elderly vaccinated. They're actually, the Carrie Lam this morning uh, was pretty well blaming the elderly themselves. She said, we tried everything possible, but you weren't interested. You didn't want to get vaccinated, which isn't really true. Uh, part of the problem was there was a lot of misinformation uh, coming out from the government itself uh, that put elderly people off from mm. being vaccinated. <laughs> and the government didn't really take any measures to go around to care homes uh, to try and encourage people uh, to get vaccinated. Mm. So this low vaccination rate, a lot of people here will point the finger firmly at the government's doorstep for that. Meanwhile, all the youngsters are buggering off because they go, we're not hanging out here. Absolutely. Um, about 10% of uh, all EU citizens who are in Hong Kong have now left. Uh, last uh, week, there was about uh, 23,000 people left. Uh, in February, um, there was over 90,000 people left, which uh, led to a net outflow of about 71,000 people. People are just leaving in their droves um, for, for all sorts of reasons, partly because the schools are closed um, and there's no sign of when they're going to be uh, reopening. People don't want to go into these isolation quarantine facilities. And also, if you get sick, 
uh, or your children get sick, there's a high chance you're going to be separated from your children. Even if they're just a few months old, they will be taken from you uh, and put into some facility on their own without their parents. And a lot of parents are saying, well, you know, enough of that. We're not we're not putting up with that. We're just going to go as quickly as possible. Mm. All right. Now, uh, tell me about Cathay Pacific and uh, their uh, pilots and aircrew and staff. Yeah, well, Cathay Pacific must have the most tested uh, people on the planet. They've actually spent uh, over a thousand crew and staff of Cathay Pacific um, have spent more than 73,000 nights in quarantine hotels uh, last year in 2021. Now, that adds up to about the equivalent of 200 years. So we've locked up Cathay Pacific pilots (laughs) in effect 200 years. And actually, um, despite that, these these poor staff have taken last year between them 230,000 COVID-19 tests and returned only 16.16 positive cases, despite flying actually to many of the highest risk countries in the world. Mm. So in case you're wondering why you can't get Cathay staff to want to fly the, the, the flights anymore anyway, <laughs> this is the reason. Yeah, you've made my, you know, made my nose ache just thinking about it. And I thank you so much. Have yourself a great weekend. That is Peter Lewis from Hong Kong and still to come, Gavin Gray out of the UK.